Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott back again. Welcome to the Nolcast. Welcome to the Nolcast positional preview series, Bud. It is that time of year. Strike up the band. We have made it through summer and we have football rapidly approaching. And tonight we're going to talk about the quarterbacks. So we're not just doing a position preview. We're doing uh, one of the more interesting positions out there for the fan base. And uh, we're going to thank all of our sponsors for making these possible. Uh, we'll just have a real quick ad read on these and thank everybody that makes the Nolcast possible. What we want to give special praise uh, to a longtime relationship of ours, uh, Matt Thompson, the team at uh, For the Table Restaurant Group. If you've listened to this podcast before, you've certainly heard us laud praise on them. And we're fortunate to be able to work with them again this year with a focus on their fantastic Charlie Park property. Charlie Park is where Bud and I take clients to dinner. Charlie Park is where a lot of deals get closed uh, on the recruiting end, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's just a great place in Tallahassee. But what we really want to focus on, and we're going to ask for your support on a tweet that we send out uh, today as you listen to this. Charlie Park is nominated for Best Cocktail in Tallahassee. And while there is no official vote, we could just nudge our friends over at Tallahassee Magazine uh, to remind them who we think has the best cocktail. And if you get a chance to just like a tweet, know that it's greatly appreciated for Bud and I. And uh, Bud, Charlie Park, quarterbacks, tonight will be a fun podcast. Let's do no doubt about it. Uh, we are efforting to, to put all these in basically 15 minutes or less. We'll do eight of them. And that means, if my math is right, you should be able to listen to the entire positional preview series in just under two hours. So, all right, Jordan Travis is your guy at quarterback. He is the returning starter. There is no quarterback controversy at all. Uh, I got to say, I think Jordan Travis is a pretty good college quarterback. Uh, 63% last year, which is not bad. Uh, 15 to 6 touchdown to interception ratio. That's uh, it's not great, but it's it's fine. Uh, 6.5 adjusted net yards per attempt. That's not anything really special. Uh, 45% success rate is somewhat below average. And yet, I do actually buy into the idea that a lot of that is because of what uh, was and somewhat is around him because when I compare his numbers to the other guys who played quarterback last year at times, mostly McKenzie Milton and uh, a very, very little bit of Tate Rodemaker, uh, it made Jordan Travis look like prime Cam Newton, right? C compared to those guys. So I think there is an element here. Yes. His numbers throwing the football are not overwhelming, but he is still absolutely your best option. I think is clearly better than anybody you could have gotten and reasonably gotten in the transfer portal. I mean, keep in mind, you have a losing record after two years with this staff. So there's not a lot of guys beating down the door to come throw the football for you in the portal, not with this receiver group and, and this offensive line group, or at least not with the group's the reputations that they have. We'll see if they'll be better this year. Keep listening in previews. I uh, I I think he's a pretty good guy to have on this team, man. And like I can see a path to this team getting to how many wins they think they need to get with Jordan Travis as the QB. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Jordan very much, in my opinion, has improved year over year. And if you look at what you got in the back half of last year from Jordan, if you could get that, I think you'd be pretty aggressively in taking it. I mean, you just started to see real development. Uh, he is your best offensive player and would love for others to emerge in a manner that would make us question that statement. But for now, I think that's pretty clear and defined that he's your best uh, offensive player. When he was healthy, pretty efficient, man. Uh, I'll let you do some of the more advanced stats as you have your arms wrapped around them. 
but a guy who continued to get better. And like I said, at the back half of the year started to turn into a fairly dynamic uh, quarterback. The question is, is how much better can he get? How much of this progression is legitimate and how much of it is just a guy more comfortable in a camp slash practice setting? Can he really get better in making decisions? Can he get better in processing what he sees quicker? Is accuracy something that you think can improve in a quarterback? Uh, we can get to that. But, uh, Bud, in the meantime, why don't you tell us what Jordan was last year and maybe where some of the steps are in the improvement that we'll get to talking about in a second. Certainly. So when we talk about the past stats, but I, I think the real key here is understanding just how good of a runner he is. I mean, Jordan Travis had a 45% success rate rushing the football. And that's why I emphasized that I think he's a really good college quarterback. I don't think he can play in the NFL as a quarterback. That's not really what this show is about. We, we, we cover college football and Florida State is a college football team. Uh, 45% success rate rushing the ball is nice. 20% of his rushes went for 10 or more yards, which is actually pretty good. Um, I think that you need to be all in on running Jordan Travis. And yet there's a kind of a dichotomy created here because what has been his major weakness? You could say it's reading defenses. You could say it's, you know, there's some other things. But the main weakness so far has been staying on the field. And so how do you push the gas to the appropriate level, maybe not all the way to the floor, to where you're maximizing how many, how many times you're able to run Jordan Travis and use his legs and the threat of his legs, certainly, uh, while not getting him hurt. I, if it's me, I just run the heck out of him, personally, because he gets hit so often in the pocket anyway. He's actually not that, like, he gets a lot of hits in the pocket. I, I think he was sacked on 10% of dropbacks last year. Uh, pressures turned into sacks at about a 30% rate. I'm... I'm all in on, on running him. But where do you think he could get better? Like, obviously, there are areas there are areas he should, like if, he, if he's going to get better, he needs to get better, better in some of those areas that you mentioned, right? But is there one that stands out to you that you think he actually could get better at, like, reasonably this season? Yeah, I, I think he could get comfortable enough in a pocket to where he does not default to the pump fake roll right Jordan that you saw far too frequently. It's almost like the the EJ manual spin move that he would kind of default to at times when things, uh, you know, started to break down or whatever else. So I'd love to see him get a little bit more comfortable. I think that would help with his accuracy. And I think you bring up a good point. I mean, if you, if you're, if you're calling a pass play for him and his default is just pump fake roll, right. And then still taking a hit. Well, are you really that better than, than calling a designed run or something that would implement his legs, but accuracy and just trust in what he sees out there. A guy who starts to, uh, you know, just kind of act on instincts rather than, okay, do I do I think I see what I see? Yes, I see what I see, and now I want to try to make a decision based off it. Uh, that would be the progression. I, you know, accuracy is – we can argue about whether or not that's really available for a quarterback. I'm skeptical. I think you are too. Uh, but can the decisions, can the comfortable uh, – comfortable when working within a pocket – Stuff like that. Can he get better? And can that lead to a more accurate, competent quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's fair. I, now, I think about this. For the most part, guys who have started multiple years, that they're not usually making some huge jump in that third year of starting. They just they are sort of what they are. But it does happen at times. Kenny Pickett last year at Pitt would be a, a good uh, you know, representative of that. However, that's kind of rare. I kind of think you are what you are 
after a couple of years of starting. And yet with Jordan, because he has missed so much time and not just game time, but also you know, practice reps, some offseason reps at times, I, I do have a, a little bit of glimmer of hope that he can actually take a, a notable step forward in the passing game uh, that he's responsible for, not just, hey, the receivers are better this year, right? Something that is you know, maybe he's reading defenses better or has more comfort in the pocket, like you mentioned, or is more accurate. And, and the reason I think that is just because of his uh, consistency this offseason in terms of being able to work all the time and you know, so far in camp as well. Just being there, I think, is a change for him. He's not always had that. Like, when's the last time Jordan had an uninterrupted, or at least relatively so, you know, spring, summer, fall camp. I, I don't know that he's had one, man. So, yeah, you know, I have some hope there for that. Uh, obviously, how do you separate that from the receivers being better? I don't know that you can totally, but I think you'll be able to get some of it. There, there are some aspects that we can take a look at. Uh, I will say last year, his yards per attempt against zone were like double that that they were against man. And in theory, you probably don't want to play Jordan Travis manned up all that much because that means you're turning your back to the most dangerous playmaker on FSU's offense. However, I will note that teams did not really fear that last year because they were able to oftentimes, you know, play some sort of spy or, or lurker against him while they manned up a lot of the receivers and they were not really scared of what those receivers were going to do to them. So this is where it's hard to untangle the exact nature of the improvement if the improvement comes. But if FSU has a little bit better receiver play this year and they're not like having the worst receivers in the conference, which I think you can argue they were last year, you may get a little, a little bit less man coverage and Jordan seems to have done pretty well against zone. Or if teams want to try to play that much man as they did last year, maybe they don't, maybe they're not able to play a spy quite as often, right? Because they're having to do other things because the receivers actually will punish them a little bit. And then maybe Jordan can break out and, and create some more explosive uh, long runs because they are turning their back to him. We'll, we'll see. I, I also think there's a chance that, I know this is mostly a Jordan podcast right now for this episode. I do think your backups are probably better, not than what we thought we had last offseason, but I think they're better than what you ended up having. Agreed. Yeah, certainly with what the end product was. I, I think Tate is a is an interesting prospect, obviously a, a superb, really plus level athlete. Can Tate's bad moments not be as bad? That that's really the goal for him, I think, this year. Tate can look great, and then Tate'll make a play that as a coach, you've got to look him in the eye and be like, son, I can't put you back out there after you do that. Like you can't you you Tate's bad moments are confidence questioning like confidence not just in from the coaches but from his teammates and if you're at home from the fans i mean he he has the capacity to throw really really horrible interceptions he's got to work that out of his game uh more consistency development that's what i would hope and, and want for tate rotomaker and then aj duffy you know is is the ceiling as high as some people are starting to think it might be and and what ultimately he can be and if he can ultimately be developed and kind of brought along in a, in a natural level of progression, but certainly the opinion as to what Duffy can be is much more positive over the past 10 days than maybe it was previously where a guy, and this is a good reminder for all of us not to make too much out of the first four days of camp or something like that. Uh, didn't look all that great. Hadn't wasn't had some other things where maybe he didn't come in and immediately blow everybody away, whether it be, you know, weight room participation, whatever else. Well, 
it's a it's a kid, man. It's a kid just getting used to college. So a uh, reminder of all of us is not make snap judgments based off five practices or something like that. Uh, A.J. Duffy has come along and been fairly impressive, particularly in the last week of practice. All right. We'll end each episode asking each other, uh, is this unit worse than last year? Kind of about the same, better? Where, where's your head at with this? This is a better unit made potentially, I don't want to say much better. That's too strong of a term. Here's what I'm trying to vocalize, bud. It's a better unit and it's made all the better because there is no distraction. There is no idea as to, hey, do we have 2018 McKenzie Milton still in the room? No, you got Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is your quarterback, super dynamic, focus on him, make him be the point of the offense. He's your guy. Let's go win eight or nine games. I agree with you. If if Jordan Travis stays healthy, it's much better. If he plays about as much as he did last year, I think it's somewhat better, kind of borderline the same. Build the offense around Travis's legs and the threat of Travis's legs. That's what makes him special. If he didn't have those, he wouldn't be playing quarterback for you. Not like, I mean, granted, a guy with no legs is not going to play quarter regardless, but like if he didn't have the running ability. You guys get it. We will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nolcast Florida State 2022 position previews.